Welcome to Sunspots, where we highlight the many ministries and missions happening on the surface of the sun, that is, the Synod of the Sun. A region of the Presbyterian Church, USA, we are Presbyterians in Arkansas, Louisiana, Oklahoma, and Texas with dynamic and hopeful ministry happening in the name of Jesus Christ. Our prayer is that you find inspiration, community, and connection in the sun. Welcome to this edition of Sunspots. Let's get started. Here is your host, Synod Leader and Stated Clerk, Valerie Young. Greetings and welcome to Sunspots. Um, today I am with Tim Hupton, who is the new, brand new, president mm-hmm. and CEO of Mo Ranch. I'm so glad you could be with me today, Tim. Welcome. Thank you very much. I'm excited to be able to join you. This is fantastic. You just, just started your work at Mo Ranch in the last few months. What led you there? How's it going? Yeah, so I am now three months as of yesterday um, into my tenure here as the new president and CEO of Mo Ranch. And it is, it's fantastic. It's a chance to come home. Uh, What probably led me back to this is I've spent my entire career in camp and conference ministry and working towards something like this. Uh, but Mo Ranch has always been an incredibly special place to me. Um, I grew up getting a chance to come to Mo Ranch as a child growing up here in the Texas Hill Country. I fell in love with working here. Um, I started lifeguarding out here on the weekends when I was 16, 17 years old. I ended up working in the outdoor education department for a while, helping with the school groups that we had come out. Eventually became the summer camp director, and I spent eight summers being the summer camp director here at Mo Ranch. And then I left and ended up going and working in the camp industry still uh, for the last nine years. And when this opportunity came up, it was a chance to come back to Mo Ranch. Uh, It's a special place for my family as my wife and I were married here um, on the grounds. Uh, My kids, who are now 12 and 10, when they were born, came home from the hospital back to live at Mo Ranch. And so in many, many ways, this is an opportunity to come back home and continue my career, and even potentially wrap my career up here at Mo Ranch. And the ministry at the ranch is phenomenal. It's a special, special place. And anything I could do to kind of be part of that again is what kind of drug me back this way. And it didn't have to work real hard to drag me back. (laughs) What a cool full circle story. Um, I I don't know. I can't imagine that many folks uh, within um, the Senate of the Sun, Presbyterians anyway, are not familiar with with uh, Mo Ranch, but um, just in case, tell us about the ranch. Where is it located? What kind of facilities? That kind of thing. Absolutely. So Mo Ranch is a retreat and conference center and a summer camp, and we run all sorts of different programming options from youth conferences to adult conferences, education events. We have a summer camp. We have a day camp. We have facilities that are out the uh, wazoo. So we've got a little bit of everything for everybody, but we are located in Hunt, Texas. And Hunt, Texas is outside of Kerrville, which is about an hour outside of San Antonio. So we're about an hour and a half outside of San Antonio to the west. We're on the headwaters of the Guadalupe River. So our river is crystal clear. It is spring fed. It is a gorgeous piece of our environment out here and really gives us a lot of our enjoyment and and recreation opportunity as well. 
Um, Moe Ranch has old historic buildings that were part of the original mansions that were owned by Dan Moran and the people who really kind of built this property. We've got everything ranging from hotel rooms to uh, dormitories that will sleep up to 150. I've got apartments that you can rent, the historic mansions, like I mentioned, um, you name it. We've got housing options and recreation options for just about everybody that come out. Um, and yeah, I know that you've had you've had a lot of pastors um, go out for you know continue education, personal retreat time, absolutely um, those kinds of things. The Senate has held multiple coordinating team retreats there at the beginning of the year. Beautiful facilities. Well, and one of the things that we've actually opened up is if you are a pastor and you're looking for study leave, we've got a very low discounted rate for pastors that you can come out here, pay a very, very, very low rate for your daily use. Come and use Mo Ranch as your study leave. Uh, we've got a library that's set up specifically for you. So you have access to a library with a coffee maker, um, comfortable furniture, tons of books on resource. It's got a lot of great internet as well. So you can connect um, and you have access to that 24 hours a day. So it's your own key to get you in and out of that library. Um, and then just being on site is respite enough for people to gain all sorts of inspiration and be able to kind of center themselves again as they have to go back into ministry and have that opportunity. So if you are looking for a place for study leave, we'd love to host you and welcome you here to the ranch as well. And that time is so um, very important for pastors, right? Especially right now. Um, Yeah. It's been a hard year and a half. Um, Absolutely. So because you're so new there, I, well, not really new at Mo Ranch, but new in your position at Mo Ranch, um, a little unscripted question here. What what are some of your your dreams? What are the things that you're looking forward to um, to doing or being a part of uh, at Mo Ranch that might look a little bit different? You know, I think that there's a lot of things. Um, being a little bit younger, um, I love being able to use technology to help increase, uh, you know, and find a new generation of people to come out and support Mo Ranch. So things like this podcast, you know, 15 years ago, we weren't thinking, oh, you know what we need? A podcast to help us take the message of the Senate of the Sun or Mo Ranch to people who aren't necessarily as well connected to us. But this is an opportunity or using more video is always great. At the end of the day, though, what I think it makes Mo Ranch special and what I'm really excited about being a part of is Mo Ranch. If you asked 15 different people what was special about Mo Ranch, you'd get 15 different answers mm-hmm. because Mo Ranch hits you where you need it right now in so many ways and shapes and forms. And our job is to set the table in a sense so that you get to come and experience Christian hospitality in whatever capacity you need right now. If that is you're coming to a summer camp program, we're going to set the table so you get to come to the a great summer camp offering and you're going to get all the traditional activities, but you're going to get a lot of spiritual development while you're here. All right. If you are a church retreat and you're trying to figure out how to build more community with your church, we're going to set the table so that you don't have to worry about anything. You show up at the front gate at Mo Ranch. We're going to make sure your meals are taken care of. We're going to make sure your hospitality is there. You're going to have meeting spaces that are ready for you. And all you have to do is just come and experience Mo Ranch the way that it is. Same with the family reunion 
or the other aspect that we have is our conferences and our education events as well. Mm-hmm. So we've got youth conferences, we've got adult conferences, we've got conferences that are for bereavement and grief. We've got conferences like our men's conference and our women's conference coming up where it's a phenomenal weekend filled with your peers. Uh, we have art-based conferences, photography-based conferences, you name it, we have that. Again, our job is to set the table so that you can come and experience Christian hospitality in any way, shape or form that you feel that you need. And we've taken the distraction out of that. So our rooms don't have TVs, they don't have phones. You can still connect on Wi-Fi as you need to, so you're connected to the outside world because we know nobody can really disconnect all the way anymore. But if you just come and disconnect as much as you possibly can, you get to experience what it's like to be at Mo Ranch distraction-free, which I think is important for people now, mm-hmm. and still stay connected. We've got high-speed internet on the upper campus, and that's great. But experience the Christian hospitality that we want to extend to you. That's fabulous. I know that um, Mo Ranch has been hosting the Multicultural Youth Conference um, for many years now. Um, yes. Something that used to be uh, I, I, I think it was begun as a synod conference and was sort of rolled to Mo Ranch over the years. Um, I'm specifically excited about um, that conference this year with Natasha Sanders being yes. the keynoter. She is fabulous. And um, and the synod, we began having some conversation with Natasha um, in the last couple of weeks, um, after some of the instances of Asian hate and how we can help our um, Asian youth um, get to the conference and be a part of a conference um, that we hope could be really meaningful and helpful for them in a time such as this um, in society today. You know, I think that any time we can get people from different viewpoints um, and and have a conversation and multicultural is such a great conference because of the fact that we're celebrating as many different cultures as we possibly can and learning how to live with one another and we're creating a community. And that's at the end of the day, what Mo Ranch is a great place for. We get to help build communities and multicultural is one of the conferences that I think has a great community. We just have to get people here for it. Um, and Natasha has really helped a lot with that. Um, having gotten a chance to work with Natasha a number of times, cause I'm, I'm from Kerrville. And so Natasha was working for my church and I got a chance to work with her quite a bit. Uh, my son absolutely loves Natasha. And so she'll, she'll be a great addition to that conference. Yeah, she will. Totally. So, so wow. You've crammed in a whole lot of information already. Um, and I know that you do a lot, like you said, you do a lot of conferences and a lot of specific things. Let's Let's talk specifically about summer camp and let's talk about um, the preparations that are being made, not only for any normal, regular summer camp, but in times of COVID and and all of the um, precautions that we have to take. What does that look like at Marie? You know, so last year, um, all the camps across the country had to pivot. Um, Everybody had to pivot across the country. If you looked at most camps, they didn't run last year. Uh, Mo Ranch was fortunate in the mindset of we ran a a, des, uh, a resident camp as well as our day camp. And they put a lot of protocols into place to help keep safety as a priority. And in all of the camps across the Hill Country and Mo Ranch too, f- being a safe program is what we're always striving for anyway. And so this was not a huge pivot in the mindset of we've always aimed to be as safe as we possibly could. We just had to put some new protocols in place. 
So last year they did things like screening ahead of time before you came to camp um, and adding in different layers of protection along the way. And so I love to think of this as a, a safety lasagna. Right. If you have a one layer of lasagna, it's probably OK. But if the more layers of lasagna you get in there, the better that lasagna is. And protocols for COVID were much the same way. Right. So the first thing we did for a protocol was we wanted to keep people, um, you know, they were self-screened to make sure they weren't showing any signs of COVID or any sickness, period. Right. And then when they get here, we're going to keep them physically distanced as much as we possibly can. We're going to put a mask on them. We're going to have hand sanitizing stations all over the property. Um, we are going to continually monitor our campers every single day for signs and symptoms. And so every single step of this added another layer of that safety lasagna that helped keep things as safe as we possibly could. And Mo Ranch was very fortunate that they managed to get healthy parents or sorry, parents sent healthy kids. And if parents send healthy kids, we can helpfully send healthy kids home. And so that's a big part of it is that the parents live up to their end of the bargain. And so Mo Ranch was able to live up to our end as well. This year, Mo Ranch, even though the state of Texas has really opened all the way back up and they're no longer having a mask mandate, we are still going to follow the American Camp Association and the CDC guidelines for how to run and operate summer camps. Last year, the American Camp Association partnered with CDC um, to come up with a guidebook and a field book about how to safely mitigate as much uh, risk of COVID as we possibly could. And a lot of these things were put in place based upon that. So we're going to keep those protocols in place. So on the ranch and, and just general, whether it's summer camp or our groups, when you're in a public area, we're going to ask that you still keep your mask on. This is not while you're swimming, right? We're not going to have you wearing a mask while you're in the river or in a pool, things like that. But when you're in a public area, we want you to wear your masks. We're still going to keep physically distanced as much as we can, but we know that we're constantly paying attention to what the CDC says. What used to be six feet is now a three feet bubble. And so we're paying attention to those type of things and we'll evaluate as we go on, but we're going to try to keep science and kind of common sense at the forefront of what we're doing and keeping our COVID protocols in place. Mm -hmm. So does, do those protocols include um, uh, lessening your capacity for <laughs> um, kids who sign up for camp? Or is, is, has that changed? They did for sure change. Last year, we limited, I believe we had it limited, um, and the market kind of capped itself out some as well on that. Parents decided they were going to send their kids to camp or they weren't. Um, but for the most part, we had parents that just kind of did. And we also limited our space, and we'll continue to do that as well as necessary. Um, where our campers are housed, we've actually got plenty of space to kind of spread out. And so they'll they'll keep groups spread out as much as they can, try to keep them in cohorts or that small group that this is the group that interacts with themselves. So they're not spreading to different cohorts as much as they possibly can as well. Right, right. I, well, I can only imagine that uh, in 2021 that your numbers, uh, the number of parents wanting to make sure that their kids get to camp will be even bigger. <laughs> I think that, that that's actually probably twofold. One... <laughs> Um, parents who had to all of a sudden shift into teaching their children uh, realize that teachers are, are vastly underpaid um, and overworked at times. And they've now spent 12 quality months with their children in a way that they necessarily haven't done in the past um, because some of these other opportunities are limited. But I think what the silver lining for me is in this entire experience with COVID is I think that people have understood that we used to take things for granted. Now, one was our pace of life. 
I think that we were all so busy all the time that we never truly slowed down, took a chance to breathe, and we just, we, we went, 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 went. We were all over-programmed all the time. The other part of that is I think we also took for granted the ability that we could meet in person and hug or high five or a handshake or just get together with friends for a meal, right? These are things that we didn't get a chance to do. And I think that as a whole, people realized a lot over the last year that they missed the opportunity to hang out with their friends and have meaningful connections and meaningful community. And they also didn't slow down. Right. And so when we were forced to slow down and we all of a sudden missed our community, I think that was a huge piece. So I think that families are loving the fact that now we're going to program a little less, maybe, but we're also really going to seek out those opportunities for the interpersonal connection and having that community once again. Mm-hmm. So places like Mo Ranch or some of the other camps that we have in the Hill Country or just a church retreat or a family reunion to Mo Ranch. Right, are going to be even more meaningful now than they've ever been in the past because we have realized that we needed that all along and we didn't necessarily put that as our focus. So that's a huge piece. I think the other thing about why camp is more important right now is we have learned a lot about resiliency over the last years. Over the last 13 months, especially, we're noticing that um, kids have higher anxiety. They have mental um, struggles that have kind of been going on. And adults are having this as well. But adults have learned how to use coping mechanisms over the course of their life that kids haven't gotten a chance to do yet. Camp is such an amazing piece of being able to help build resiliency. Because they're getting to come to an environment where people love on them, they care about them, they're teaching them new skill sets, they're building up confidence, they're giving them the opportunity to fail at things in a supportive, loving, nurturing environment. But then they get a chance to build that resilience through all of these things. And over this last year, as we've seen that the mental struggles of our mental, emotional, social health of our youth have really been challenged Camp is an incredible way to help your child rebuild some of this resiliency that they may not have had over the last year. Yeah. So I think all three of those are really important. Yeah. And they're desperately in need of right now. So does Mo Ranch um, offer any particular help for kids to get there? You know, our program is really built around that. Again, to build resiliency, we're giving kids the opportunity to do things in a challenging environment. So we're challenging them and being very supportive. We're allowing them that chance to fail. And I think that this is really great, right? If you get a vaccine for something, it doesn't mean that you are over the flu at that point in time, but it helps you get a lesser version of the flu down the line. Mm -hmm. Failing at a summer camp is the same type of thing as getting a vaccine, Right. It doesn't mean you're not going to fail somewhere else, but it teaches you it's okay to fail and how to pick myself back up after I fail. And so each of these steps, when we're deliberate about the things that we want to challenge our youth to do, we give them the environment to where they can succeed, but also fail. And then we touch on that every single day. It helps them build that resiliency naturally um, without ever saying what we're going to do today is we're going to work on resiliency. Really, what we do is we design our programs around skill sets that we want. It's communication. It's collaboration. It's leadership. It's resiliency. It's that grit factor and overcoming struggle that when we build our programs around these core tenants, our campers don't even realize that they're learning lifelong lessons. Mm-hmm. They just think they're having fun. But at the end of the day, they're learning things that are going to stick with them for the rest of their lives. Yeah, absolutely. So... So you mentioned earlier, um, 
you mentioned a podcast earlier, and I know in our previous conversation, you had said something about um, your interest in or your um, you're getting ready to launch a podcast for Mo Ranch. Is that right? Are you close we're, to We're still kind of evaluating. It's, it's one of the things we've tossed around, and we're really excited about that opportunity. Um, there's a couple of things we're going to do. We're actually going to create some virtual minute for missions so that we can, we can't necessarily be in a house of worship with everybody right now. We also can't travel as much. So if we can create a virtual minute for mission, then I can send out to the synod and to the presbyteries and then to the churches, then Mm -hmm. they've got that. So they can always understand that Mo Ranch is out there. So we're going to create those. Um, And then I think our other goal is we've got conference leadership coming. And so if we can find a way to create a podcast and capture that wealth of information while they're here, or the stories of success about why camp is so powerful and why this has impacted my life. Or when I came to junior high Jubilee, man, I met the best friends of my entire life and I got a chance to be a kid again. And I also had this incredible Bible study that went along with this. And this is huge, right? We're collecting the stories from our kids. We're collecting the stories from our staff. A podcast is a great avenue to be able to spread those stories out. So um, keep your eyes open. I'm hoping that we can kind of get that launched here in the coming months. But uh, you know, there's always a never ending list of priorities and, uh, we'll just keep ticking away at them. Sure. Sure. Well, you be sure and, um, let me know, like email me with all of the information about the virtual minute for missions and, and the podcast and all of that. And we will make sure to help you get that promoted. Um, so where can people right now go to find information um, about upcoming camps and conferences and even just facilities rental, or if there's a pastor who wants to come and visit. Absolutely. So the best place is we have our website, which is www.moranch.org. And that's M-O-R-A-N-C-H.org. So moranch.org. On there, you'll be able to find everything about uh, lodging, the different conferences we have coming up, uh, the different offerings we have, summer camp, day camp, everything is on our website. We're also on Facebook, we're on uh, Instagram, and we've got a lot of social media happenings as well. Um, You can also sign up while you're on the website for our newsletters. And so we've got a a monthly newsletter that goes out. We've got our quarterly actual publications that go out as well. And so we'd love to find a way to stay in touch with you any way we can that way too. Super. Well, um, what have we missed? Is there anything else that we wanted to talk about that, um, or you wanted to talk about? You know, I think that a couple of things. And so as far as our facilities go, you'll be able to see a lot of things, but we've got all the standard recreation facilities, but the river is a key focal point. We've got a, a, an incredible slide that goes into the river. That's the most slide that's it's famous worldwide. Um, but especially in our world, more than anything, uh-huh. um, we've got a challenge course. We've got hiking and biking trails. We've got disc golf. Um, we've got plenty of places to sit. And if you want to come and do birding, Mo Ranch is a birding paradise as well. We've got bird uh, watch stations all over the place. Um, but plenty of lodging opportunities as well. So whether you're a family looking for a place to get away for a weekend or a family reunion, your church retreat, anything like that, we've got something for you. And the other program I wanted to talk about about as well, because we touched a little bit about it with multicultural, is we have Camp in the Valley. And Camp in the Valley is where Mo Ranch actually goes down into the valley close to the border of Texas and Mexico and has a mission camp that we're taking down to the kids along the border that don't necessarily get to come up into the hill country for camp. Mm -hmm. And we've been able to run that for a couple of years. We didn't get to run it last year because of COVID concerns. 
But we did just get confirmation that we are going to be running Camp in the Valley this year. We're very, very excited about it. And this is a great opportunity to, to support kids as well that don't necessarily get to come up, whether it is for immigration status or whether it is for just transportation. It's a long way. And so we're getting a chance to serve kids in their local environment. And it's a fantastic program as well. That is a fabulous program. I know that the the Synod partnered with Mo the first couple of years through our grants program. And um, I've really enjoyed learning more about the lives that you touch through that program. Um, so yeah, that's fabulous. Um, how can we support you? Oh, you know, people ask this a lot. And I would say that there's a lot of ways to support Mo Ranch. And one of them is in your thoughts and prayers is a big one. If you are constantly praying for the staff that we have at Mo Ranch that's living out the mission every single day to support our guests, that's huge. Mm-hmm. Um, financially, there's all sorts of ways to support us as well. We, you know, just like a number of other sites across the country got hit really hard with COVID last year and had to shift and pivot a lot to make sure that we were able to make our ends meet. Uh, Mo Ranch was incredible when they shifted and kept all of our staff on site, um, on salary, fully employed, even through the shutdown. And that was a really big piece. And our staff is really the heartbeat of what sets the table for our guests. So keeping them on was great. Um, We also have a capital campaign project that we're trying to expand our summer camp offerings even more. So giving them a little bit more of rainy day space, giving them an opportunity to have a dining hall that's set aside from the rest of uh, the camp. It keeps the campers safer, expanding our cabins so that we can include more kids coming into our camp programs. Uh, so, you know, if you're inclined, we, we've got the capital campaign. We also have just the ability to give to Mo Ranch um, in any way, shape or form that you might look for as well. And there is information on our website that you can donate online as well. Super. I am going to include um, all of your links and all of that information on the um, show notes um, that can be found on the Synod website in case Google is not working or something. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I will provide all of that information. If, um, oh, in there, speaking of humanity, when I said the word Google, my phone went off. <laughs> <laughs> Well, great. Thank you so much, Tim, for being with me today. Um, I will do anything I can to help you get the message out about Mo Ranch. So I hope you'll share that information with the Senate and folks can look for it um, through all of our social media and Mo Ranches as well. Excellent. Well, thank you so much. It's been great to get to know you and join you for the podcast today. Let us know how we can help you all as well. Awesome. Thanks, Tim. Thanks so much. In the Synod of the Sun, we believe when we work together across boundaries, we make visible the good news and find wholeness as the body of Christ. In our common calling, we impact lives together. So let's remember to connect with, equip, and empower one another in the name of Jesus Christ, today and every day.